Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya! You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. And good morning, everybody. It is Saturday, August 1st of 2020, and you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and also on Periscope. The Scope. What took you so long? From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, which is gleaming in the sunshine right at the moment, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Thanks for taking some time at the during your uh, respite here after a long, long week uh we trust you've been back to work and uh, you're happy with that you've slid into home here and uh you're waking up hopefully you got some nice uh i can smell the eggs and bacon that you've made for breakfast sit down relax enjoy it we've got two hours of chat conversation intercourse uh, uh and all manner of talking points intercourse intercourse yes that's uh it's a it's, a, it's an uh it's a word for People discussion. You didn't let me finish, sir. This is the educational portion of the show, where uh, John Shannon mocks me for knowing a thing or two. That being said, once again, good morning, kids and kittens. I'm just waiting for him to get to number three. He knows a thing or two. I'm just waiting for him to get to number three. We're just going to leave. We're just going to leave number three right where it is. It's. It hasn't bothered anybody all morning. I see no point in disturbing it now. <laughs> good morning to you, sir. How are you? Good. good morning. I am as cheerful as I'm going to get this morning. Oh, I doubt uh, that. I doubt that seriously. I well, doubt that. And you know why? And we're and we're gonna we're, we're gonna do this right off the bat because because and once you hear it, you'll know why, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Take a listen. This is this is my new favorite. There's no way I can make it down that ramp. I said there's no way. There's no way I can make it down that ramp without falling on my ass. There's no way. There's no way. General, I'm 
Excuse me. Oh, my. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, that is the little ditty known as Trump versus the ramp. That is, that is your actual president, auto-tuned. Now, that's the short version. There's a, this is by a, a group of guys called the Gregory Brothers. Uh, the full-length video is, is, is up on the website right now, radiotfi.com. You can, you can also find it on YouTube. I came across this. I stumbled across this last night. Uh, just, I, I don't even Did know. Did you how run I down it. the ramp? Is that why you stumbled? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I said, General, I'll fall on my ass. I played it for John just before we came on the air. And uh, by the way, that is auto tuned. That is El Presidente's voice. Of course, they manipulated it, and, and, and put, but it is oh. just. You, the entire—it's a three-minute and change video, and should, to me, I was just literally howling, uh, just because the way they—they they got the the words and the and the arrangements in there. <laughs> I am downloading that, putting that on my phone. That is going oh. to be one of those things I'm gonna I'm gonna play for my passengers on a regular basis. Yeah, that's. I, I'm telling you, I, I really don't want to be gross here this early in the morning. I really, literally had to run about down the hall here and uh, change a certain part, part of my uh, clothing after here. So I pooped my pants. Yes. Good job for finding that there, Ed. And uh, what did you say the name of this, uh, this group was? It's called. They're called the Gregory Brothers. And again, everything you oh. need to know is, is on our website, radiotfi.com. Uh, just After scroll. we get done yakking at you, if you get done uh, listening to the rest of this show, because we won't yes. lose you for this, go to RadioTFI.com, <laughs> and you will find that video there. I'm t- and to tell you the truth, the audio is funny enough. The video yeah, of the it video is pretty is, damn funny yeah, in itself. Yeah, too, yeah, so. yeah. This stands alone audio-wise. But all right, so so that I, and again that was. That was planned for a little later in the show, but I just, I've been, I, I, I'm just laughing too hard about it. Yes, Josh, absolutely. How the hell do you top that? Uh, we don't. See ya! Yeah, exactly. Let's go. <laughs> I got the money. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well, we thank those of you who are listening live to us here. You can always join us here, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. Uh, you can always reach us at Taxi Stand Hour via the Twitter. And, of course, if you're watching us on Periscope, the scope. You, can use, you can use that little bar there to leave, leave a comment if you like, positive or negative. Hey, I can take criticism. If you think the show sucks, well, I can't. I'm going to tell you, you suck. But I, I, I can't. Uh, I'll fall on my ass. Um <laughs> You know, it's it's so funny. There is there is a reason to this day at my and I'm only fifty seven. I'm Christ just about twenty years younger than the Cheeto in charge. And I wear rubber sole shoes all the time. Do you think maybe a little advanced thinking if somebody would have said, Hey, Mr. President, that's kind of a steep ramp, you know, nobody really noticed if you maybe wore some uh, rubber sole shoes down that thing. It's funny. Joe Biden ran up that ramp about three, four years ago. That very same ramp. There's, oh, did he really? Oh, yeah. There's he, up, not down, up. So, uh-huh. uh huh. Well, slippery is slippery. I mean, 
I've fallen. I've fallen on my face running up things myself. So I've I've fallen down just standing up. Well, uh, there there you go. There you go. Uh, so let's start. Let's kind of go old school here this week. What do you say? We'll start with some of our transportation stuff. What do you What do you think about that? Oh, hey, uh, go uh, go right ahead. Um, you know, I, I want to before we take off here. I do want to address a concern. Uh, we just had somebody um, post uh, post on our um, our Periscope feed here. Periscope sucks. It always stalls. Find a better platform. Facebook Live or YouTube Live. I will give you just a little bit of a hint, and I've discovered this with uh, Periscope myself. If you can find Wi-Fi, use it with that. Um, I have noticed the same thing. Uh, there are reasons why we use Periscope. Uh, we're not locked into it. We have other options here with this uh, StreamYard that we use. Mm -hmm. uh, but we also have a tendency to like playing tunage every once in a while and uh it seems like facebook has a cow every time you uh you uh even if you use like 30 seconds of a particular song you know oh well this is copyright whatever gets so my ass so does youtube and by the by the way max uh thanks for the comment we appreciate it uh believe me what you're seeing now is all you're gonna see <laughs> It's just the two of us. And yeah. uh, by all means, feel free to listen to us. If you go to the website, radiotfi.com, it'll take you directly to our audio broadcast. And we appreciate you listening, pal. Absolutely. Uh, and we appreciate the comment. Thank you. We Look, this this show for the three and a half years that, that we've been on it, uh, since we embarked, it's been a, a struggle of technology. Uh, every time we find something we think works, then something gets in the way of it. So we, it, it has been, look, there's a reason. It's been we, a work in progress by all means. There's a reason we adapted the hashtag, uh, uh, big time professional radio. Uh, believe me, listen to some of the earlier shows. You'll. <laughs> and the other part of it is we're too freaking cheap to pay for the good well, stuff. So. Well, there's that too. There's that too. <laughs> we, After all. I'm a cab driver. He's an ex-cab driver. I'm unemployed. What kind of do you think we make here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, we appreciate the comment. And, yes, and sir. And, uh, you know, look, we pay for a few premium services on, on some of the stuff we use. Uh, but for the most part, we're working off free software. Uh, everything on my side, and, and I'm pretty much running the operation here, uh, everything is free. Uh, we've paid for one or two things to have slight upgrades, for instance, on StreamYard, so we're not limited to the number of hours we can broadcast the week uh, and uh, and all that kind of stuff. And we've got our StreamYard, uh, not our StreamYard account, our uh, SoundCloud account, and we've got a lot of stuff up there. We pay a couple of shekels for that. Uh, and and just the uh, for the internet radio station for RadioTFI.com, uh, that that costs us a couple of pennies a day. So I don't think. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think we. I think we spend combined about seventy bucks a month to run yeah, this that station, about right. give or take. So and and again, that's just to a couple of those decisions were just to so we don't have to worry about time limits. So again, we we do this on a shoestring and we love doing it. It may not sound like it sometimes, but we love doing it. 
By the way, the GoFundMe account is about ready it, to go up and no, running No, 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 no. We're not GoFunding anything right now. Speak for yourself, dude. I'm speaking. I'm speaking for the station, dude. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get back on the Schneid here, if you will. Okay, going back, going back old school. Well, first off, and I still haven't gotten a sound effect for this. That was on the list of things to do last night. It's your stock report for the week. Uh, Uber, Uber clo- uh, closed yesterday at $30.26, down $0.92 cents from the previous week. And Lyft closed at $29.23, down $1.19 from, uh, from just seven days ago. So once again, those sound investments. Uh, but you know, and the funny thing about that is, too, is, is that when we, when, when we do these uh, stock reports for Uber and Lyft, lest we forget when they first went... Uh, what what they were when they first opened when they first offered their IPO when they went, when they went public yeah when they went public excuse me and uh, uber for itself dropped like a lead balloon oh yeah right its, right off the cliff it did it, it, it really you know just like wily e. coyote going off the cliff no, with that. no and i was going to use the same analogy but remember wily e. coyote hangs there for a couple of seconds uber didn't even do that Oh, Uber didn't even get the little cloud and the poof. It just no. went straight down to the bottom of the canyon. That's the one. That's the one. So anyway, uh, I've got a little, I've got some audio here, uh, which was prompted by uh, our good pal Soul Cab at the Soul Cab. If you're not following him on the Twitter, uh, we highly recommend it. We highly recommend it. One of the uh, one of the friends of the show, if you will. So we're going to play this this audio regarding uh, Sammy's bill, S A M I, young lady that was uh, uh, got into a car in South Carolina. She thought it was her Uber. Uh, she wound up being unfortunately murdered. But let let let's play this from uh, from New Jersey twelve, and then we'll we'll come back to it on the other side. We've got a tweet from Soul Cab regarding this. First tonight, Sammy's bill passing easily in the House of Representatives. The bill named after a New Jersey woman who lost her life at the hands of a man who was posing as her Uber driver. And since that loss, her parents have worked tirelessly to get protections for riders passed as laws. News 12 New Jersey's Chris Keating spoke to Samantha Josephson's father. From the House floor, we heard some of the unanimous support for Sammy's bill. Sammy's law is designed to protect both passengers and drivers. Congressman Chris Smith helped push for passage and quickly got to the heart of this bill. Uber and Lyft will need to notify a customer as to whom is picking them up. That also puts into this whole system much more accountability. Everybody knows who is driving that car or that vehicle. Such notification, which would likely be in the form of a PIN number, very well could have saved Samantha Josephson's life. In 2019, the University of South Carolina student had called for an Uber, but accidentally sat inside the car of Nathaniel Rowland, who had the rear child locks secured. She couldn't get out. Rowland is now standing trial for her murder. I wish um, that we had Samantha here with us instead. However, Samantha's dad, Seymour, is pleased they are making change. He and his wife, Marcy, have pushed constantly since suffering their loss to protect riders. This bill also makes it illegal to sell rideshare signage to help stop imposters. It creates an advisory council. It mandates reports on abuse 
and creates non-visual methods for deaf and blind customers to also ID drivers. It's that digital handshake that we want to make sure that happens before someone gets into the car or attempts to get into the car. The bill has bipartisan support in the House, Speaker Nancy Pelosi saying, Passing Sammy's law is a fitting tribute to her memory, and it is critical to ensuring that rideshare companies have protections in place for the safety and well-being of all their passengers. Next, this bill heads off to the Senate, and if passed there as expected, the president will have a chance to make it Sammy's law. Chris Keating, News 12, New Jersey. Well, let's start off by obviously where uh, we feel for the family of young Samantha. That's, uh, <coughs> excuse me, that goes without saying. But uh, like Soul Keb says here in his tweet, you know why Tony West and, and Dara the K support this law? Because they know it doesn't do anything to prevent Uber from using fraudulent background checks. And by the way, kids and kittens, as hard as some legislators try, as long as you continue to have unmarked cars and everybody's car is a taxi with no permanent markings and no... No real background checks, no... It's no too, medallions or no, whatever, or some sort of a license sticker on there. And not only that, and not to put blame on the victim here, but this has happened countless times. People just walk up to a car they think is their Uber and get in. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, people are just having... It's happened countless times. You're my Uber. No, I'm not. I'm waiting at the red light. But you're, I can't no. tell you how many people uh, just walk up to me and ask me if I'm I'm their Uber. To which I say, no, I like making money. Right, right. So, so what this law is going to do, uh, this bill, it's it's a box of pretty band aids. It's going to solve nothing. Uh, you've you've only got one city in this country that has done anything uh, and, and stood up to them. That's New York, and they still have their own problems. Uh, this is now people are accustomed to just getting into the first four-door vehicle that, that rolls up. Yeah, how many Toyota Camrys do you think? Uh, Pri- Priuses. Priuses, there you go. Even in my case, I drive a... Uh, I drive a uh, Dodge Grand Caravan. There's a uh-huh. lot of those on yep. the road as Uber vehicles. Right, 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 right. Oh, I've uh, when and mine I, has markings for another company on it. People still <laughs> want to get in the damn thing. <laughs> you know, I actually got the "Are you my Uber?" thing while in a marked taxi, fully yeah. marked with the top sign and all that. Oh, I'm waiting for my Uber. Are you it? Do I? Are Are you? <laughs> See, it says taxi right here. Big, big, big letters on the door. Does it, uh, oh, well, it's all the same, isn't it? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, blissfully that, ignorant. So, so yeah, it, it, well, it's nice to see something get done. This is really nothing getting done. Uh, it doesn't change anything. You can still. Look, Uber's Uber's IDing system that they have for drivers now. Heck, the last time I drove for them, uh, I've used other people's. The, 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 the app will say, "Oh, we need you to verify your ID." You know, look into the camera so we can. So fine, you take a picture of Henry Winkler and you hold it up to the uh, to the app to the camera, and it goes, "Oh, okay, you're fine." 
It doesn't. It, it, it's I, I used my brother. A picture of my brother on my phone holding it up to my tablet. They, uh, yeah. So, moving on. We've got, by the way, kids and kittens, we're going to touch on a couple stories here. We're not going to get too deep into them because they're very involved, very interesting. Uh, we have links all about the front page of uh, RadioTFI.com. You go there, where there's links to all these stories, and you can really, really uh, take a deep dive into it. I did last night, and uh, I amazed myself. Okay, I'm going to start off with uh, Uber versus London. The courtroom battle the world is watching. This is, uh, I believe this was from Forbes magazine. Again, it's on the uh, it's on the website. This this is this comes from two drivers. Uh, it's it's two drivers suing suing uh, Uber London, and uh, to be excuse me, this has been dragging out for five years now. Uber does their uh, their, their their usual you know they're not at fault. They don't hire anybody. Blah blah blah. You know, you got to remember with Uber, it's uh, they're a technology company when they're accused of being a taxi company, and they're a taxi company when they're accused of being a technology company. They they flip flop back on this, and uh, if if you think Donald Trump is a world class liar, you haven't seen the lawyers for Uber yet, because they do it without thinking twice about it. Uh, but this gets deep into how how Uber acts like an employer and a really nasty one at that uh, all the while claiming to not be an employer because remember uber doesn't have any of the expenses of the vehicle they don't pay for oil changes they don't pay for tires if a driver's vehicle goes down there's no compensation for the driver you're out you're out uh and of course they want it both ways they want it both ways but again uh, look on the website. Click on, uh, scroll down. You'll see the link for the Forbes, uh, for Forbes <clears throat> regarding Uber versus London. We have uh, a couple other stories. There's a story there from the New York Daily News about a new uh, TLC Taxi Limousine Commission here in in New York. Uh, he talks about how they're trying to help taxi drivers. Others will have various opinions on the Taxi and Limousine Commission here. And the Big Apple and how they treat drivers. I won't even get into that. Uh, just one interesting stat here from this story. Uh, the daily demand for trips is down 84% of pre-COVID levels in early April. And only 26% of drivers were still on the road. This is we're an talking inter- about Uber drivers, right? Uber no, we're talking drivers? about ta- taxi drivers. Oh, taxi drivers, me. okay. Uh, medallion cab drivers. It, it, okay. The industry in this town has taken a pounding. A pounding. And again, this uh, this person writes about it and some of the things they've tried to do. For instance, the food delivery, which uh, if it gets to that point, I'll go out and do that. Since I am TLC licensed, I can, uh, I can do that. There is... And I'm sorry, kids and kittens. I, I with, with all the paperwork that I generated, I've, I missed a couple of things. So even I need to look at the website to see which other stories. Well, I'm you know, that's here. not a bad idea. What's that? 
looking at the website. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a great article uh, from a young lady. It's a blog uh, entitled uh, Uber's Achilles Heel, The Rule of Law. And she, there are uh, audio interviews with drivers from, from uh, oh, what's the city in South Africa? Starts with an S. Uh, Cape Town? My, it's not Cape Town. It's, uh, anyway, speaking of. No, no, the, it's there. It's all, it's all right there. Uh, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to play the clip, but there's. Uh, she does a deep, deep dive, speaks to drivers, uh, interviews. On top of the article, there's two podcasts there, that that she hosted two two separate episodes, and it's, and she really gets into it. Let me get it. Let me get her name here. Her name is. Uh, Bama Athreya. And Good job. Uh, thank you. You're uh, you're welcome. We uh, and now, <laughs> and now I'm looking. Oh, Ethan uh, offered us the uh, Soweto. I think is how how it's uh, pronounced. That could be. I, I honestly, I'd have to listen again. To uh, it, it's it's not a pronunciation that I'm trying to get to. It's actually remembering the name. <laughs> Thank you, Aiden. We <laughs> this is more a memory thing than uh a... <laughs> And it's at sixty-one years old, it's only gonna get worse. <laughs> Trust me, my friend. <laughs> I'm sorry, have we met? <laughs> so yeah, so so we've got a we we've got a, a couple of things there on the website and we'll 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 touch on a little bit more of, of what we have there. And uh and again, Max, we uh Max and Ethan and anybody else listening on the audio side, we appreciate you guys being there. Uh, being there, listening, commenting—you bet. Yeah. And it's not, uh, it's, I'm not trying to—I'm not trying to skip off of actually doing uh, some real stuff here. But and, well, let me let me step into this with my usual rant when we start talking about Uber and Lyft and how the taxi industry has uh, has been decimated by. By it, and this sometimes rubs uh, the taxi industry and drivers uh, the wrong way. But you know that's that's my job. I am kind of the devil's advocate here, if you uh, if you would. The thing is, is we hear, and I, I just can't get this word out of my head. It's kind of like a an earworm. Uh, the word kvetching. Uh, drivers in our industry. People in the taxi industry have a tendency to love to kvetch oh, over oh. over what this what Uber and Lyft has done to them. Hang on one second, John. Uh, just for those of you not in the industry and have never spent time on an actual taxi stand, there's two things cab drivers love to talk about: how how much better they've had than you, and also who's had the worst things happen to them. Nobody. Oh. Nobody cries and complains like cab drivers. I know. Oh, you know it. <laughs> you are absolutely right there, my you friend. You think that's bad? This happened to me. Mm-hmm. Let the stories. The uh, the fact of the matter is, while Uber came through the little wormhole, uh, their plan or opened up by several politicians, uh, uh, namely one that. Uh, suddenly had enough money in his war chest to run for mayor of the city. And I, I'll bet he's got enough money in that uh, 
war chest for even bigger uh, aspirations. I know one that, but, that that came out of debt and paid off an almost half million dollar house. Yeah, there you go. About that. Uh, but that's, that's Chip Lamarca, by the way. We we like to bitch about Uber and how we're how we've been wronged by Uber. Meanwhile, all we're doing is tapping out. All we're doing is saying, ah, well, here it is." Uh, especially in the Midwest. Now, I, uh, drivers in in certain major municipalities worldwide you know you talk about new york you talk about london yeah they've and uh, australia you know cities in australia have really raised some hell here in the midwest to the united states we just kind of rolled over like a happy puppy here scratch my belly maybe it's time for us to go ahead and, and just retire and get out of this altogether. There have here in uh, just in just in Minnesota, St. Paul, Minnesota specifically, there have been three different cab companies that totally uh, went completely under because of Uber and Lyft. There is one semi-large company left, and one company I think that has like four cabs left in it, and all they do is just sit on cab stands with non-existent business anymore. The, the fact is that instead of doing something about it, instead of doing a little marketing, instead of giving passengers, uh, potential customers, what they're looking for, they just decided to roll over. One of the simplest things that I have said, and it is very sustainable, at least in this market, is that the rates, taxi rates need to come down. You could bring taxi rates down to roughly two dollars, uh, two dollars per mile, and you would, in in a lot of instances, actually be cheaper than Uber. And you got to beat them at their own game. Unfortunately, you know the the industry got blindsided by Uber because you know the you know they were coming in, they were offered uh, offering cheap fares and what have you. And people felt people fell for it. People, you know, oh, it's, oh my God! It only costs me ten dollars in the Uber. Well, at two dollars and two dollars per mile, that same ride in a taxi would cost two dollars per mile these days, at least. But nobody, you know, there are companies out there that are charter, or I should not companies necessarily. There, because the most of the time the taxi industry is regulated, but they go in, they they went in, they petitioned for higher rates and what have you. This was back in the day when gas prices were nearing four dollars a gallon here in the Midwest. Uh, so they, oh God, we need two seventy five per mile. Well, really, no. It, well, now because gas is back around two dollars a gallon, you don't need. You don't need two dollars and seventy cents a seventy-five cents a mile. Two bucks a mile is absolutely fine. But there's a bigger story to this. Instead, is the regulated taxi industry needs to be able to control its own uh, its own rates. They need you know they shouldn't have to go in and 
beg and plead to the city councils of air. They need to be able to put themselves on equal footing with Uber and Lyft. And as long as their rates are regulated, they're never going to be able to. Hell, let's face it, the response times these days, I mean, it used to be, yeah, Uber could uh, Uber could get you a car, you know, within a few minutes of when you actually placed your little order on your app. But these days, uh, with the in the age of the COVID, when Uber drivers aren't as easy to find, just because who the hell wants to put their lives on their line, their families' uh, lives on the line? Uh, they'll screw this for the little bit of money I'm making. So it isn't quite as easy. You know, we're talking 15, 20, 25-minute response times in some areas uh, for an Uber. You get a cab faster. You could really have gotten a cab faster five years ago before uh, before uh, this uh, scum uh, blanketed the uh, blanketed the earth. And I guess, you know, and I'm rambling, and I apologize for that. The fact of the matter is, if the taxi industry nationwide, worldwide, is going to survive, they need to get a little creative here. And Ed and I, a couple of years ago, talked about some of the things this industry could do to try to draw itself back level. I don't hear anybody listening to that. Maybe we need to preach that again. Maybe that's something we should put up on the Radio TFI uh, website. These ideas that maybe before it's too late for this industry. Some <clears throat> say it is too late. For it this is industry. too. It is too late. Uh, well, well said, John. Uh, my my take on that is viewing it now. Uh, for me, the taxi industry is in the rearview mirror. If you're new to the broadcast, I was in the business. I have not been. Uh, I drove a cab last spring for about a month here in New York after I moved here. That's been it. And that was just to uh, fill a gap. Uh, taxi, The taxi industry in general dragged its heels on yep. change. Uh, we, can, we can out, we can beat them. Well, Apparently, as an industry, we weren't bold enough with the bribes, with the bribes, and that's really what it boiled down to. Uh, I sat through many, many, many Broward County Commission meetings and listened to common sense. Spoke it myself. Didn't matter. Did not matter. Uh, and by the time that, well, a part of that was the taxi industry was overly regulated. Had our hands tied, literally. And our, one of our commissioners, that's Chip Lamarca, he's now a state representative in the state of Florida and, uh, and a Class A scumbag. Uh, he actually said, well, you know, we've, we've got a boot on your neck and, uh, and we're not taking it off anytime soon. They were, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's an Uber lackey, flunky. And but a couple in the mean, of bags of cash left there, obviously. Right. Yeah. He uh, suddenly his home, his four hundred thousand dollar in debt, for a home that was about to be foreclosed on, was fully paid off. How'd that happen, Chipster? Uh, Chip and I went back and forth for a long time back in the day. So and and again, the taxi industry made no real attempt 
to come up with solutions and workarounds, et cetera, et cetera. And, and they weren't interested. I mean, the company I used to be with, they've, they've made some changes and some of them are good. Uh, but then again, they did exactly what Uber did. Instead of keeping, I firmly believe that transportation is a very local business. Uh, even if it's a even if it's a worldwide company, you need a local presence besides just the drivers. And Yellow Cab of Broward County a few years ago decided to uh, do away with uh, local dispatch and now farms it out to the Philippines, I believe it is. So when you pick up the phone and dial 954-777-7777, you're speaking to Brian in Manila or Cynthia in the Philippines. And, you know, no knock on those folks, but those are jobs that are lost that are Broward County. That's more jobs lost that are Broward County. Oh, the companies will say, well, we need to save money here, there, and blah, blah, blah. Look, I can pick out, I can walk over to 800 Northwest 7th Avenue, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and point out any number of things that can be used to uh, to save money. I'll tell you where they save money. They got rid of all the, all the employees that were there 25, 30 years. They did, and they just, they cut everybody's hours. Uh, I can, now when I started, that office used to, not the office itself, but the lot, uh, everything was was open 24 hours a day. You could come and go. It got to the point where they were only doing business, I think, between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. If you had business, uh, because they didn't want to pay anybody the hours. But anyway, yeah, uh, look, taxi industry ain't what it was. It ain't coming back anytime soon. Uh, Uber has created an impact that has affected Untold millions and millions of people, both directly and indirectly. Excuse oh, me. you okay there? I'm fine. It, did, it 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 looked a lot worse than it was. I'm sorry for those oh of you. Oh my watch, god, he's so the, pissed off. He's beating himself with these damn uh, back scratchers. I've got my ba- bamboo back scratch. I had a nasty itch. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so so uh, let let's let's move on. I'm I'm just gonna be depressed. Actually, you know it's it's funny. He's not really scratching his back, but he's got so much damn hair on his back that he's actually back there combing it. You know, little bamboo scratchers have little fingers on him. He just back there combing the hair. And the next thing he's gonna learn how to do is braid it. Yeah, you about done? <laughs> Maybe about done. You know, it's funny though. We should again one of these days because while the quote-unquote, traditional taxi maybe in the rearview mirror. There are people out there, and I consider myself one of them, that make a living mm-hmm. driving, you know, not only driving taxis, but driving, uh, going out and going after non-traditional taxi business. And that's how I'm making my money these days. And people who want to make money transporting passengers but don't want to lower themselves down to Uber or Lyft stand, uh, standards, excuse me, standards, there are options out there. And I think that uh, one of these days one, we should do a show again on what you can do to kind of bring back at least some of that ridership. No, we can, we can look at that. Remember, I'm out of it now, so... Yeah, well, I hate. I have still. You may be out of it, but you're. You know that was a huge part of your life. That was, oh, was well over lo- thirty years of your life. 
You don't you don't forget that. You've learned ideas during that time and you've yeah. come up with some good ideas. I, I had one or two and uh anyway, let's uh what do you, what do you say we move on to uh the next portion of our show? You hey, rock and roll there. Okay. So big week in the news. Uh I I, I think I think I wanna start here. Oh, there's so many places I wanna go, but I, I think we have to go with the without fail the the dumbest statement of the week and there were some there were some contenders there were some contenders uh out there but uh here here is the winner as far as uh we are concerned here at radio tfi ladies and gentlemen boys and girls kids and kittens i i bring to you representative louis gomert from texas Right. So you're pushing the importance of wearing a mask once you actually are confirmed to have coronavirus. But it seems health experts are saying you should wear it even if you do not. Do you agree with that then to protect yourself? Uh, there are an awful lot of people that think it's a great thing to do all the time. But I can't help but think that if I haven't been wearing a mask so much in the last 10 days or so, uh, I really wonder if I would have gotten it. But I know, you know, moving the mask around, getting just right, I'm bound to put some some uh, virus on the mask that I sucked in. That's most likely what happened. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you now contract COVID-19 by moving the mask around and getting the virus on the mask. That is how you do it according to... To your representative out of Texas, he uh, he. What did firm- you say his last name was? It was Gomer. G O H M A R T. Right. So he feels well now that he's got it. Wearing the mask is prudent, but he it's not so much. You got to listen to it there. It's well, it's it. I wore it and I had to adjust it, and that's how the virus got on it. As if the virus was just hanging out next to him going, oh, there's our opening. There's, let's just hang out on the mask. By, You'll by, want to sin sooner or later. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens. COVID-19 is not a political, it's not political. And unfortunately here in this country, in the great U.S. of A., the, uh, the face covering has now replaced the red maggot hat. You can pretty much tell. And there's a million videos out there which I'm enjoying watching of people purposely showing up at stores that require face coverings. And, oh, I can't. I've got a medical problem. It's my right. Uh, speaking of rights, uh, I've got an order. Let me just, just step in for a second. <clears throat> or they're using them to display their uh, radical political uh, right views by... Uh, wearing uh, uh, wearing mat- face coverings, I think they were more like bandanas, yeah. uh, designed as swastikas. Well, there's that, and also fine people in uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. <clears throat> you should be proud, John. So oh, anyway, get, getting back to gleaming. kind of staying where we were, there's a tweet from Jason Alexander. Yes, that Jason Alexander from Seinfeld and all those. At I, Jason Alexander. And he says... I keep seeing people bitching about masks in closed public spaces and citing, quote-unquote, free country, my body, you don't have the right to tell me what to do, unquote, and then making a scene in the store. 
Why no outburst over no shoot, no shirt, no shoes, no service? What am I missing? He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Is this uh? It's it's been turned into a political nightmare here. Uh, but so anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's your mask update for the moment. Uh, speaking of COVID, let's. Uh, no, we we got more stuff here. We got more stuff. Uh, I've got two tweets that are basically the same thing, and I'm going to read them back to back. A gentleman Say that fast three times. I will two not. Two tweets. Two tweets. I, two tweets. I will not. Two tweets together. <laughs> uh, two tweets together on Temper Tantrum Tuesday. <laughs> oh, we got to get into that, by the way. Right? Yeah, it's hour two. So a uh, gentleman who goes by an ethical Donald at Donald on ethics says, Reporters, please ask the president why he wants to delay an, an election in November for quote-unquote safety, but wanted to open the economy in April or open schools in August and September. Uh, Mike Gillette at, I'm sorry, at Michael Gillette, M-I-K-E-L-J-O-L-L-E-T-T, basically says the same thing. You can't say COVID-19 is so safe we can reopen schools and then turn around and say it's too dangerous to have an election. I mean, it's a shame when common sense comes into play. Don't confuse the issue with the facts. Hypocrisy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, that's, there's a lot that that we came across here in the past week. Uh, speaking of Mr. Mr. Representative Louis Gohmert there in Texas, I, uh, this is from Chip Franklin. Uh, he did a great little uh, spot on, on Louis and the whole situation. It goes fast. It goes fast. This is Texas Congressman Louis Gohmert. The Wuhan virus. He's not real bright. Are you stupid or something? Louis used to walk the halls of Congress without a mask, saying he didn't need one. If you haven't guessed by now, Louis is a Trumper. The president's crimes. And if possible, even less bright. You are fake news. Because now, Louis has COVID. The Wuhan virus. Louis says he got COVID because he was wearing a mask. After some scrutiny, he admitted he was wearing a mask incorrectly. See, this is the problem with Trump and Republicans. I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't wear underwear. Things gotta breathe. If you're not wearing a mask because you're afraid your brain won't get enough oxygen, dude, that ship has sailed. The mask <laughs> is there to protect others. And here's the real f***ed up part. I'm asymptomatic. So who knows how many other members of Congress or people in general he infected, like Herman Cain, who died today of COVID. I won't be doing it personally. People, wearing a mask isn't that difficult. You just put it on and you protect others. Republicans always claim they're on the right. Well, this time, they're dead right. You can't let that happen to me. TikTok, Chip Franklin at Chip Franklin. I just started following him. He uh, he's he's got a couple things I like. This was the only thing we used this week. So uh, so yeah. So another fun week of uh, of the Cats and Jammer kids there in D.C. There's uh, something else that's on the website. You want to go see how Jared Kushner. Uh, this this gets deeply involved. Uh, Jared Kushner. Uh, Basically, when it was just the quote-unquote blue states where they're being infected by COVID, apparently they had a, fi- a, a nationwide plan ready to roll out, and then they said, eh, it's just the Democrats, and they let it roll. Again, it's there's a link to the story on RadioTFI.com. Take a listen to it. Um, excuse me. Take a read. 
and it gets very deeply involved to uh, how they're literally trying to kill us. And uh, again, anybody that that sees value in this administration, you're either a billionaire or uh, we'll just leave that there. Uh, just to clarify, by the way, you you, you mentioned the whole idea of uh, Trump's idea about pushing the election back. Please uh, don't get your undies in a bundle. There is no chance in hell that uh, that the election is going to be pushed back. Can't happen. That would, yeah, it is not just that's uh, not an executive order that Donald Trump can sign. This act, this is a. It literally takes an act of Congress. Literally. And it's, it's a fortunately, there are just enough uh, common sense lawmakers there to say, nah, wait a minute, this ain't happening. Back to the argument of the hypocrisy of, you know, how can you want to open up schools in August and September yet push back right. the election? Right. Uh, so no, this is not going to happen. Let's let's focus. Let's keep your eyes on the prize here, folks. Yeah. By the way, I found my note on on what I was just talking about with, with Kushner. "Quote: The political folks believed that because it was going to be regulated, relegated to democratic states, that they could blame those governors, and that would be an effective political strategy." Again, the uh, the full story. Is at radiotfi.com. Please, please, please. Well, it's and it's, it's for the same reason that that Trump wants to send these uh, uh, officials or uh, paramilitary or whatever the hell they're they're talking about sending to uh, the ones they've already sent to Portland and Seattle and other places, and they want to bring them back to uh, they want to bring them now to Chicago and Milwaukee. You know, hmm. Well, let's see. Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin right now is in the hands of a Democrat. Chicago has a Democratic mayor. Uh, it, there is a definite pattern forming here. I, I, uh, that's, 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 uh, that's blasphemy, sir. That is blasphemy. You don't, well, it's blasphemy, but it's true as a mug. <laughs> Easy now. Easy now. Uh, I, I, I gotta say, I felt bad this week. Uh, I came across a piece of video. I wish I could show the video here. Uh, older woman uh, appears to be in her 70s. Um, I think she's Hispanic. It was a little hard to tell, but uh, something very, very bad happened. And, and, and take a listen to this. It's quick. Hey, guys. My brother just got punched in the face for, for no other reason other than being a fucking Trump supporter. And I'll do it again. Pow, mother. <laughs> I love those. I love those. <laughs> Pow, mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can be a child sometimes. I know. Well, you know, it's. When you can still be a child at age 61, life is good. That's me. Um, You may or may not have heard that uh, Attorney General Bill Barr, uh, the Fred Flintstone of our modern times, take a good look at him. Tell me it's not Fred Flintstone. Uh, Hey, Freddy boy. Uh, (laughs) What? John's looking at me like, 
You've heard me do Barney Rubble before. Oh, yes, I have. And that was... That was not it? That was not it. I don't oh, know what the hell it was, but that was not Barney Rubble. I wasn't warmed up. So, anyway. So, he sat in front of uh, the Judicial Committee in the, in the House. Uh, and, uh, uh, as someone else said, he probably went there... He hadn't been there before. It was just, let's get it out of the way. He knew he would be treated with kid gloves by the Republicans and uh, beat up on by the Democrats. Well, I, I think I think the one Democrat that really got her shots in was Pramila Jaipal, a Democrat out of uh, the state of Washington. And I, I, take a listen to this. And uh, this is uncut, unedited. There's no music or anything like that involved in this. Because Confederate flags and one even with a dark because because Confederate flags and one even with a dark haired doll with a noose around its neck. Are you aware that these protesters called for the governor to be lynched, shot and beheaded? No. You're not aware of that? I was not aware. Major protests in Michigan. You're the attorney general and you didn't know that the protesters called for the governor to be lynched, shot, and beheaded. So well, obviously you couldn't be concerned about that. Well, there are a lot you, of protests around the United States. And uh, on June Attorney 1st, General Barr, I was worried about the District of Columbia, which is federal. In certain parts of the country, you're very aware of those. But when protesters with guns and swastikas and Confederate flags... Excuse me, Mr. Barr, this is government. my time and I control it. <clears throat> you are aware of certain kinds of protesters but in Michigan when protesters carry guns and confederate flags and swastikas and call for the governor of Michigan to be beheaded and shot and lynched somehow you're not aware of that somehow you didn't know about it so you didn't send federal agents in to do to the president's supporters what you did to the president's protesters in fact you didn't you didn't put pepper balls on those protesters. So the point I'm trying to make here, Mr. Barr, that I think is very important for the country to understand is that there is a real discrepancy in how you react as the attorney general, the top cop in this country, when white men with swastikas storm a government building with guns, there is no need for the president to, quote, activate you because they're getting the president's personal agenda done. But when black people and people of color protest police brutality, systemic racism, and the president's very own lack of response to those critical issues, then you forcibly remove them with with armed federal officers, pepper bombs, because they are considered terrorists by the president. You take an aggressive approach to Black Lives Matter protests, but not to right-wing extremists threatening to lynch a governor if it's for the Trump's, if it's for the president's benefit. Did I get it right, Mr. Barr? Hashtag, did I get it right? Very good. That's, Very uh, good. He went on after that to say, well... The situation in Portland is federal, and uh, Michigan, That's that's a that was a state matter. That doesn't fall under my blood. But I think, again, the, a simple yes or no. How, how was he not aware of what was going on in Michigan? And everybody was saying it at the time. You got, it these, was making national news. Right. Yeah, these, even uh, Fox News. Even Fox News. Showing up with uh, with AK forty sevens and or whatever they are, the big guns and 
And uh, some of them were even referred to as patriots, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Uh, and <laughs> excuse me, they're getting right up in the in the faces of police inside the Capitol. Inside the Capitol, there's that one great picture of the guy with with the beard going going bananas at the police. Is you know you could see his veins popping. Uh huh. But yeah, no, he hadn't heard about that. And uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, it is clear that we got problems. We got problems. Uh, vote is and now if- for and now for the uh, episode seven hundred and thirty-eight of lessons in hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong about that at all. It's. Uh, I told you how much I hate hypocrisy. By the way, uh, I think you have. I I think I might have mentioned it on a couple occasions. And hey, and don't get me wrong on that. By the way, that is not a simple uh, Democrat versus Republican. Hey, if I find Democrats or even people, you know, not just registered Democrats, but people on the left, if I find them being uh, showing hypocrisy, I'm pointing that out too. Yeah, you are. So. I, hey, absolutely. Hey, do you, uh, how much time we got left there, uh, senor? Uh, less than a minute. Okay, well, we'll I want to pop this up on the other side of the uh, fence here when we get done with, uh, or when we get ready to start hour number two of the Taxi, Taxi stand, stand Hour here on Radio TFI and Periscope. The Scope. And we're working on, by the way, Max, once again, just to return to that for a couple seconds, we are constantly working on upgrading our systems, looking for new and better ways. We are looking to get to YouTube, but I got to tell you, their their system is a little bit more convoluted than I'm comfortable with, which is why we haven't, my, personally, we want to get uh, to where we're just live streaming directly to the to our website. We're working on it, and again, we appreciate the. Uh, It'll happen. It will Might happen. Might be twenty twenty seven, but uh, it all happen. We're working gosh on it. it. It'll happen. Gosh darn it! Well, well, well. As we sputter into the end of the first hour here, and uh, <laughs> we're just kind of killing time, waiting for the uh, for the outro to start. And uh, John, you want to quickly talk about temper tantrum Tuesday? Oh, hey, that's a hell of an idea, by the way. Hurry up, you got 10 yeah. seconds. Okay, well, Temper Tantrum Thursday is now going to be known as Temper Tantrum Tuesday, just because I think it sounds a hell of a lot better. T, t, t versus t, t. There you go. See you on the other side there, my friends. Found the taxi stand. You found the, the taxi worst talk radio I've ever heard. The worst right. talk radio. radio TFI.
join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at TaxiStandR. From a payphone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing a behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing a behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Hi there, boys and girls. Today, we've got a very extra special friend stopping by to show us all about something really special. Oh, I hear him at the door right now. Come on in, Mr. McMack. <laughs> How are you, laddie? Hey, brought by something I wanted to show ya. Ooh, ooh, I wonder what Here it, it is. is. It looks like looks like a, an octopus with a kilt on. That's <laughs> me bag, boy. Ooh, your bag? Hey. Ooh, what? Can I touch it? Sure, go ahead. Ooh, ooh. It... Run your hands out. That's, that's soft. Hey, that's like really velvet. Soft. Hey. Oh, oh, what, what's this right here? That is my blowpipe. You, what What do you do with the blowpipe? You blow on it, lad. You blow, you blow on hey, it? Hey, you put your mouth around it and you blow. Hey, would you like to blow my pipe, laddie? Oh, can I? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Come on, lad. You, you, you've got to put your mouth around it, lad. Don't oh, be afraid okay. it's not going to break. I mean, like, like this? Hey, that's a boy. Oh, Stick it all the it, way down it, your throat there. It's getting bigger. Hey, oh. that means you're doing it right. Oh. What, what's this over here? That's me chanter. What's, what do I do with that? What you do with that, laddie, is you put your both hands on it, you cover the hole, and you run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Ooh, it's making a noise. Hey. Like that? Hey, run your hands up and down it there. Now what you want to do, laddie, is you want to blow on the pipe. You want to squeeze the bag nice and gentle. And then you want to run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Like, okay. All uh, together, like all at the same time. Okay, here, here we go. Oh, good, laddie. Yeah. Hey, that's good, lad. Sure. Hey, that's good, laddie. Keep blowing. Blow harder, laddie. Harder. Squeeze the bag. Squeeze more. Run your hands up and down the shaft. Quick, faster. Run your hands up and down faster. Blow. Blow. Oh, oh. 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 You still found the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. I am Ed Van S. John Shannon is off getting coffee someplace because he did not stop to find out how much time he would have during this break. We had a we had a very good first hour. We appreciate everybody that's that's listening, uh, both both audio wise and on the scope. We're gonna get back into some stuff here very quickly. John had, I believe he had something, but he's off getting a cup of coffee or some Joe or whatnot. So, we're going to continue on. We're, uh, we're, oh, there he is right now. We're going to wait a moment here, and John's going to be very surprised. Oh, well, what do you know? What do you know? For those of you uh, uh, paying attention at home, we're going to put ourselves back. There we go. There's young Mr. Shannon. Hello, John. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of the Ed Van Ness Show, right here on Radio TFI. My, oh, my, oh, my. My, oh, my, oh, my. I had things to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I apologize. I had things to do. I had to I had to take care of out with the bad and then take care of in with the good. 
ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, the 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 reason for hashtag big time professional radio. John, what? Shannon. What? Come on, baby. I was waiting for that grand entrance. That's the, therein lies the problem. You feel better now? Do you feel I, better? I do feel much better. Well, in all aspects, I feel much better. Well, you know what? Just to give you a little bit, a couple more seconds here, we're we're, we're going to uh, we've got a story here that we want to play. It, it's an opinion piece from our uh, from our, uh, uh, our our redneck uh, from Brent. The correspond the opposition cor- correspondent. That's the, I that couldn't it? think of the words. The opposition correspondent. I'm having to do that for you more and more here recently. I'm just a tad bit worried. So here's Brent. So I just seen on Fox News that my president, and still your president, by the way, and it feels good to say that, Donald J. Trump says we should delay the election, and I couldn't agree more with unhappy Gilmore. He's not asking for much. Just give him four years to all this craziness clears up. And you Democrats are out here fogging up my Oakleys talking about mail-in voting, mail-in voting. It's not safe. This ain't no L.L. Bean catalog. Next thing you know, some porch pirate stealing your vote out of your mailbox like it's a package from Jeff Bozos. We've all ordered from Wish.com and it looks one way on your fire tablet and then when you get it, it's Joe Biden. Mail-in voting is not safe. And do you really want me mouth-breathing all over you and a high school gym waiting to vote? I don't think so. It's not safe. These schools are for learning, not for voting. It's just not safe. We got the coronavirus hoax. <coughs> the, the coronavirus hoax, which is all of a sudden real. Riots, tear gas, abduction, rubber bullets, and that's all from the police, both secret and not. 5G, infected bats, Bill Gates, demon sperm, Ghislaine Maxwell, Antifa's gonna push a statue on your grandma, murder hornets, ramps, whatever got Regis Philbin, Joe Biden, a.k.a. Daddy Long Hugs, Carol Baskin. She killed her husband, whacked him. What on flat earth is happening? It's not safe. Push back the election, even if it's just for 12 months and three years. It's not safe. So today, I'm raising my emotional support beer to Donald J. Trump for putting up with all these Trumpophobes out here. Now get off my property. Always count on him. Absolutely. Ah, well, let's see. Are you waiting for? It's so funny because I'm still I'm still replaying that whole bitch in my head and just thinking to myself, that doesn't sound too far off from uh, what the what Trumpies are actually feeling right now. No, and (laughs) and that's the whole point. And that's the whole point. It's it's, yeah. quite the character there but we do well, find some very talented people what and and whatever got regis yeah exactly regis ain't oh. coming regis ain't coming back and that is the final answer uh we did that last week uh 
Let's, uh, oh, speaking of Trump, let's, uh, your president and mine had a, had a pity party last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I get along with him very well, and I agree with a lot of what he said. Uh, so, you know, it's interesting. Uh, he's got a very good approval rating, and I like that. I, it's good. Because remember, he's working for this administration. He's working with us, John. We, we could have gotten other people. We could have gotten somebody else. It didn't have to be Dr. Fauci. He's working with our administration. And for the most part, we've done pretty much what he and others, Dr. Burks and others, who are terrific, recommended. And he's got this high approval rating. So why don't I have a high approval rating with respect, and the administration, with respect to the virus? We should have a very high, because what we've done in terms of uh, we're just reading off about the masks and the gowns and the ventilators and numbers that nobody's seen and the testing at 55 million tests we tested more than anybody in the world i have a graph that i'd love to show you i'm perhaps you've seen it where we're up here and the rest of the world is down at a level that's just a tiny fraction of what we've done in terms of testing so it sort of is curious a man works for us with us very closely dr fauci and dr burks also highly thought of and yet they're highly thought of but nobody likes me it can only be my personality that's all well we only have another 50 minutes left so we can't list all of the reasons why people don't like you but yeah your personality's in there by the way the chart he's referring to i can only imagine with the one where we're up here and everybody else is down there is the uh, number of covid cases here in the u.s because that's exactly what it looks like globally we're way up there and pretty much everybody except brazil and russia are way down there we're still way above them uh we're number one as far as that's concerned there's no question about it why do you think nobody why why do you think nobody americans can't can't be told to stay off the beaches and stay out of the bars i need a haircut your haircut yep absolutely i I went out got me a haircut even though i've only got four four hairs to cut just to prove a point yeah there you go we uh we appreciate that uh can you imagine any reason why people wouldn't like their president love their president does anything the only only reason it's the it's the people you know back in his campaign we're gonna build a wall we're not gonna guarantee it's gonna withstand hurricane force winds but we're still gonna build that wall Uh, you know it's just anything that has you know this whole uh, his whole anti-Muslim, right. uh, the Muslim ban, uh, if you will, that, uh, oh, that guy, hey, we don't like them, they're Muslims, so we, hey, we like this guy. Them dackies. Hold on a second. Hold on tight. Emergency button. Yeah, it wasn't buckled up for that, damn well, it. Well, next time you will be. Uh, speaking of hurricanes, uh, we wish everybody well with IASIS, IASIS, uh, the storm that's uh, going to run up aye, the east. Aye, aye. The storm that's going to run up the east coast, and it'll be here on Tuesday. I mean, we're not going to get beat up. We're going to have a lousy weather day. Uh, it looks like it's going to stay off the coast, which is good news. But it makes for a couple of bad days. And by the way, National Weather Service and uh, the committee that decides on names. I understand <clears throat> how this works. You're on a six-year rotation of names, and when one when a storm is significant you retire the name andrew hugo uh wilma etc and i understand you may be stretching a little thin on names 
And while I've never heard the name I- Iasis, Iasis, A, it doesn't sound can't like... can't help you on that one. It doesn't sound like an I name. And, and B, these names are just to identify the storms. Okay? If I can't pronounce it, you're not helping the people. Hurricane Earl is coming. Harvey's coming. Johnny is coming. Joaquin is coming. You got to make it easy for the people to remember and to pronounce. I'm sure it's a lovely name. I'm sure there are people that have uh, borne that name proudly uh, for millennia. And I have nothing against the name in and of itself. Just just as far as that goes. We now resume. Yeah, I I totally understand. Let's keep it to one or two syllables at best. Right. Now we return to our uh, regular program. Emergency battle. Time I was buckled up. Thanks okay. for the this time thanks we're for the heads up on that. This time hey, we're can going. Can I? Uh, I want to. I wanted to uh, step in. Sure. Uh, about the uh, unless you've got something here on this, then I can wait a little bit. But uh, the whole idea that uh, Congress uh, or the president made a last minute. Oh, okay. We'll extend the. Uh, we'll put an emergency extension on the six hundred dollars per week. You have anything in that a little bit later in your files? Uh, I don't think so. Well, nothing's been done, as to my knowledge, unless it's right, happened. No, no, nothing. That is my exact point. Okay, because that, unless that it, is okay, unless it happened in the last hour and fifteen minutes, I'm not aware of it. No, it it, it couldn't have happened because. All these freaking Congress people took a long Democrats, weekend. Democrats and electric and uh, Republicans and the electricians. And, yeah, <laughs> they, they have all. They have all left town. It is. We are. Hey, dude, we're out of here, man. We're off to the fucking golf course. I'm sorry. We're mm. off to the golf courses. That wait, was an accident. Wait a second, John. You know what they really said, don't you? See ya. Go ahead. Yep. That, that's it. <laughs> now listen. I am not, this is not under the guise of defending Donald Trump in one way. Because, let's face it, he waited. He waited until the last second to say, oh, wait a minute, let's go ahead and put a little extension on this $600 per week. You know, uh, you know it, was a, it was a smooth political move because he knew damn well that nothing was going to be done with it. Right. It's so easy I to... got that whole thing. But... We are talking here about people's lives. Mm-hmm. People who have not been able to go back to work or are in a situation where they know if they go back to work, they're damn sure to get ready to catch uh, uh, catch the coronavirus. So that $600, yeah, that $600 a week they were getting extra might have actually put, oh, God forbid, it might have actually put uh, food on the they table. They might be able to afford another case of ramen noodles with that. But no, 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 no. You know, right away, the, the Democrats, uh, Trump suggested it. Democrats, as well as the Republicans, decided, nah, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. Was this is This is shallow at the last minute type thing. Don't you think that might have been a might have been just important enough? Say, hey, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Trumpy's making a suggestion. Let's go ahead before we piss off on vacation. Why don't we 
why don't we go ahead and pass? That's not a, it's, it's, it's not perfect, but it's, a, it, hey, if he was willing to step out and say, uh, and again, I think this is a complete political ploy on his part, but okay, call his bluff. Stay, stick around for a couple of more days. Golf course will still be there. Trust me. By the by the way, there's another interesting link from the LA Times on the website. Uh, interesting that you went into that, talking about uh, how much the lawmakers make, what Congress makes. Uh-huh. Well, you you want to talk about six hundred dollars a week? <laughs> mm-hmm. take, take a read on that article, and you'll see why it really doesn't matter that much to them. Uh, and let's let's remember something else. This has been going on. Look, since the day they passed the CARES Act, they've known that this day was coming. This is no surprise to anybody. The House passed something in May. McConnell and the boys have not wanted to sit down. And you know what? On this case, I take them all to task. Explain to me. I need it explained to me. Because they've done this in the past. Why not a continuing resolution? Let this go on for another month. While you sort it out. Hell, they're all taking a break at the end of next week. After the 7th. And and I got to wonder if, uh, you know, if you're a heart surgeon in the middle of surgery, do you take a break? Does the whole crew? I'm talking about the whole medical team. Well, we're five hours in and uh, you know what? We're going to we're going to take a break. We'll be back in two days. There's only there's there's only one thing. There's only one thing, big thing different with that is, is that I would assume that when the surgical team takes their little break, they at least leave the guy on life support there while he's laying there waiting for him to come back. Well, well even the guy that mans the life support system goes away. Well, they just put it on autopilot. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for delving too deep into my analogy there to really... Really knocked the smack out of it. The point is, how do you just pack up and go home knowing uh, knowing you've had time to do this? And, you know, all the things that factor into this, the fact that nobody's at fault here. The people who are affected the most have no control over this situation. It's a worldwide Absolutely. pandemic. Pandemic and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. So, there are people that were relying on that on that money. Yeah, well, because they can't there, there work. Were people, exactly. There were people who are relying on that. They're now not going to be able to pay pay the rent because it hasn't been. You know, Minnesota is is lucky as far as the whole uh, moratorium on evictions and and foreclosures, and we're a little lucky there. That isn't happening in other parts of the country. Look, I, John, I know what I spend. Every week, I live alone. I have an inexpensive apartment. I'm fortunate that my rent is, even with my storage unit, I still pay less monthly than most people. I don't have children to feed. I don't have adult parents to take care of. Okay, I am not struggling at this point. And truthfully, I can get by through the winter. If the 600 never comes back, I hope it does, because I don't want to eat into, you know, because that, that's a very, very hungry Ed come the spring. And nobody wants that. Especially no, Ed. Exactly that. Especially Ed. But, you know, uh, and I'm working. It, it doesn't necessarily affect me because I was one, from, from day one, I was one of those 
essential employees. Right, but remember, remember, this beats the living crap out of the economy, what's left of it. We just took a massive hit on the GDP, 33%. Oh my goodness, that's, yeah. You think it's going to get any better once you cut off? And look, in a lot of cases, yes, people were making more staying home. But you know what? I'm not going to lie. There's a few people out there who'd be quite content to keep collecting the 600 plus every week and do nothing. I, I don't disagree with that, but not enough to, to damn everybody. You know, uh, look, we, we can start pointing fingers at Congress uh, and all the scallywags in there, but... Uh, everybody, everybody, from the president on down to down yep. to the last member of the last, most junior member of Congress. Everybody shares in this blame if Mary Jo Capopola or whoever, whatever her name is, can't afford to pay her rent. Right. And she's out on the freaking street with her two kids. Oh, by the way, just so you know, uh, here, here's, here's El Presidente telling you who's at fault for the, uh, uh, that the $600 is going away. China's fault. You want to know the truth? China should be paying for it. And maybe they will. Maybe they will. You'll watch. You'll watch. What else? That was. China ain't going to pay for squat. Of course not. Just like Mexico paying for the wall. Well, as soon as Mexico's done paying for the wall, China's going to pay for this. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way. Uh, I'm going to hold my breath. This, this is a rare, rare tweet. We're actually. Uh, uh, reading a tweet from El Presidente himself. Uh, actually, oh. it, it was a two-parter. But uh, uh, I am happy to inform all of the people living their, living their suburban lifestyle dream that you will no longer be bothered or financially hurt by having low-income housing built in your neighborhood. Your housing prices will go up based on the market. Crime will go down. I have rescinded the Ob- Obama-Biden AFFH rule. Enjoy! Exclamation point. In other words, we're gonna get them dackies out of your neighborhood. Yeah. So, so the bad guys don't know how to drive to your little rich neighborhood. Well, they're not gonna move in. That's what he's. The low-income people are not gonna move in. Not necessarily the bad guys. They're gonna stop building low-income homes. Uh, well, no. But what I'm saying is, is that. Trump thinks everybody's going to be safe because of this. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's right. Right. Oh, oh, they're not building low-income housing? Let's not go there. Thugs. Henchmen. Uh, oh, I got a whole rant on henchmen, but we're, I don't want to do it today. Uh, by the way, we I, I found an interesting sign tweeted out by by Julie Breathauer, J-U-L, uh, at J-U-L-I-E-B-R-E-T-H-A-U-E-R sent the sign. I don't know if this was her sign or she just took a picture of it. It's a hand-painted sign, and it says, quote, not all Trump supporters are racist, but all of them decided that racism isn't a deal-breaker. Mm-hmm. Just, uh... I saw that, yep. Just something to, uh... I got one more one more tweet here, and, uh, we'll put that to bed. Uh... Warren Weston, at Warren Weston 5, sent this out. Is Trump a dictator? Here's, here's 10 ways to know, 10 things to look at to see if your president 
is a dictator. Uh, does he turn the people against the press? Uh, does he side with other dictators? <laughs> does he demand absolute loyalty to only him? By the way, Trumpsters, stop me when, uh, when you've had enough. Does he demand absolute... Oh, I already read that. Does he demonize ethnic groups? Oh, we're going to get to the demon doctors soon, too. Does he use his position to demonize the opposing party? Does he identify with fascist groups? You know, there's fine people on both sides. Does he turn people against protesters? Oh, wait a second. Uh, here's a protester speaking in Portland, and we'll get back to the other thing. And what's your take on the federal presence here? Do you think it's detracted from the overall message? Yeah, it's definitely detracting, but I think it's intended to, to detract. Um, for us on the ground who are always here, it doesn't really make a difference. They act the same as the cops did. They're a little bit more aggressive. We came out here dressed in T-shirts and, 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 and doing hula hoops and stuff, and they started gassing us. So we came back with respirators, and they started shooting us. So we came back with vests, and they started aiming for the head. So we started wearing helmets, and now they call us terrorists. Who's escalating this? It's not us. Something to ponder. Moving on, does he use the military to arrest protesters? Does he claim to be the only one to save the country? And finally, does he try to control elections? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 10 questions to ask if your El Presidente is... A dictator, or at least a wannabe dictator. Uh, the young man speaking in the clip that I played in the middle there, I believe he had some valid points. Uh, I don't, you know, from what I've seen, and granted I'm not in Portland, I'm in New York City, but I don't know. I don't know. I see John is deep in thought with... Uh, oh, oh, I oh. was just I was just answering a, a message... From uh, Soul Cab. Oh, to give him our best. And, uh, yeah, just um, so let's just talk. Let's talk Carry about. Here, here's an interview with the mayor of Seattle, Jenny Dur Durkin, in regards to martial law. Every time this president promises to sow division, he's successful at it, and he is. He's clearly targeted cities run by Democratic mayors. He said so himself. He's using law enforcement as a political tool. I hate to say it, Aaron, but I really believe that we are seeing the dry run for martial law. This is a president that is using law enforcement and federal forces for political purposes, and that should be chilling to every American. Again, Mayor Jenny Durkin of Seattle, uh, clearly. And, she, and she's, she's, uh, she's uh, straight on with that. And I'll guarantee you, people, I'll guarantee this to you right now. If for some reason this slime ball uh, oozes through the cracks and winds up getting a second term, mark my word that you will see martial law in this country. You know what you will also see? Two old fat guys heading to uh, Beck Taxi in Canada. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> Christine, we're coming home. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Ed will just have to. Ed will just have to bundle himself up, find uh, wear five uh, five pairs of thermal underwear here, and uh, man, oh Jesus, yes, yes, yes. So I gotta because I, I tell you, 
I now I've I've only been to Toronto once, and fortunately that was during the uh, the summer months. Uh huh. But I've seen pictures. I've heard stories. You're um, from Minnesota. It's the same yeah, thing. I, yeah, I, but yeah, exactly. But I'll guarantee you <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that I have just have this feeling that uh, Minnesota has nothing as far as uh, Toronto is concerned with potential for snowfall and potential for no. – might not get quite as cold in Toronto, except they knocked 32, 32 degrees right off the top to give you, give you their temperatures. 32 they don't. It's uh, it, <laughs> you subtract thirty-two, and then you and then there's a division, there's some sort. Yeah, I believe you. I know the I know of the formula, but it's five over nine or nine over five, depending. Depending. Anyway, and and in a brief, we're not even gonna, we don't have time to play the effect, and we'll get back to this. But I just don't want to today. Hockey, eh? August first, hockey starting. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> it's hockey, don't you know? We'll get a couple more audio clips. Though. You know, it's funny. It's technically hockey in a bubble. It's like do, that do big you, game you used yeah, to play. That's yeah, sure. Exactly Are you kidding about. me? Are you kidding me? We play Ethan that all says, the time. says, come and drive cab in Perth for a winter. Uh, you people drive on the wrong side of the road for starters. Okay. Uh, no, your winter is fine. Your winter is fine because that's our summer. Okay? Did you see those pictures he sent? No, I have not, unfortunately. Yeah, he showed he he sent us a couple pictures of of the uh, Australian, or at least the winter in Perth. Beautiful trees, leaves sure. on, on the trees. Oh what my I, god! I called that home for thirty five years in South Florida. I'm with you, pal. <laughs> I'm with you. Anyway, let, let me knock off the uh, the the couple of uh, pieces of audio we have left here, and then we can get into some real foolishness. So, uh, what was this? Tuesday, Tuesday. Oh, by the way, I am on day 139 of my lockdown, my personal lockdown. And, uh, which so anyway. he hopes to end, which he hopes to end come, uh, Sunday evening or oh, Sunday God. afternoon. Tomorrow at noon, they're supposed to be here. So anyway, <laughs> lest we forget, lest we complete a week without press secretary Barbie, here she is talking about the fake doctor who's, Whose name A I don't know and B I wouldn't say if I did because I'm not going to. You said it was a great doctor, and that video that you retweeted last night said that masks don't work and there is a cure for COVID-19. Both of which health experts say is not true. She's also made videos saying that doctors make medicine using DNA from aliens and that they're trying to create a vaccine to make you immune from becoming religious. Well, maybe it's the so, same. Maybe it's not. But I, I can't. I can tell you this. That. She was on air along with many other doctors. They were big fans of hydroxychloroquine. And I thought she was very impressive in the sense that from where she came, I don't know which country she comes from, but she said that she's had tremendous success with hundreds of different patients. And I thought her voice was an important voice, but I know nothing about her. Yeah, go ahead, last week, you said go ahead. Last week, well, real quick. Last okay, week, you thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Okay, a couple quick things. A couple of quick things. I misread my notes that wasn't Press Secretary Barbie. That was Caitlin Collins of CNN, whose, whose name I keep forgetting. Uh, yes. Could at the end, notes if you had put down the wrong notes? Oh, heaven help me. Heaven help me. <laughs> Who loves you, baby? You don't. You don't. Don't even go there. 
So anyway, so, so let, let's unpack this little 50 seconds of, of audio. So let's start at the end. Temper Tantrum Trump. Which, by the way, also plays in with Temper Tantrum Tuesday. We're going to get to that, John. We yes, are get yeah. To that. So now, uh, in the same, literally the same breath, she has an important voice, but I know nothing about her. Then how is her voice important if you don't know anything about her? And, cra- I mean, this is crazy stuff that's being put out there. And by the way, this... This doctor is an actual, for real, pediatrician in Houston. I don't know how she keeps her license. I don't know anything about her, and I don't want to know anything about her. But uh, It's just in breaking news. What's that? It's uh, uh, Ken Coon's personal physician. <laughs> oh, 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 maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe that'll get a phone call. I certainly doubt it, but... Uh, Write that one down, John. You're going to need it. You're going to need it because that's going to go out on Facebook and you and King can. All right. Let's <laughs> let, 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 let's uh, I got two more little bits here. This is from the press conference the other day, yesterday. Uh, here, here's the Trumpster talking about mail-in voting. Those mail-in ballots are a disaster. You just have to take a look at the last recent. Uh, take a look at New York City. Look at New York. They're still counting your ballots, Pat. Do you know that? They had a race, a small race, by comparison. By comparison, tiny. It's so messed up, they have no idea there are ballots missing. Thousands and thousands of ballots are missing. They think they're going to send hundreds of millions of ballots all over the United States, and it's going to come out. You won't know the election result for weeks, months, maybe years after. Maybe you'll never know the election result, and that's what I'm concerned with. It'll be fixed. It'll be rigged. People ought to get smart. And I just hope our Republican voters, the people that are for you, uh, are going to do what they have to do. Absentee ballots are great, because absentee ballots, you have to go through a process to get them, and it's, it's actually a great thing. Absentee ballots, I'm going to be voting absentee. An absentee ballot is one thing. A universal mail-in ballot is a disaster. These governors are going to send out millions of ballots. They don't even know where they're sending them. I already have friends, they got ballots for a son who died seven years ago. Uh, we, they got, oh, you don't even want to talk about it. But the media knows this. Actually, the Washington Post wrote a great article, of all groups. A week ago, the Washington Post wrote a great article that this is a disaster. This is going to be the greatest election disaster in history. And by the way, you guys like to talk about Russia and China and other places. They'll be able to forge ballots. They'll forge them. They'll do whatever they have to do. People should go and they should vote or do an absentee ballot. All right, so let's get a couple of points right off the bat. The difference between an absentee ballot and a universal mail-in ballot is one has to be requested, the absentee ballot. That's it. That All the differences end there. Okay? As far as somebody being dead and getting getting a ballot in the mail. People move, people die, and they're not taken off rolls, the election rolls, uh, the voting rolls. They And these things have to be purged every now and again. In states that do use mail-in voting, uh, you have to sign it. There's a couple of... Uh, the signature has to match up with what they have on file. Barcode attached to it? Barcode, so they know who got it. Uh, 
and, and and you know what? Again, people move. People, I can promise you, I'm still on the rolls in Broward County, because on my way out of town, oops, I didn't tell them I was leaving. I Up did until not, about five years ago, I was still getting. Uh, I was still getting. No, not five years ago. Excuse me. Up about ten years ago, I was still getting uh, stuff from uh, Clark County, Nevada. Mm. Well, yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what that's also not helping is the fact that he has put in his own personal lackey as the Postmaster General. Oh, who, yes. And they, who's already talking about closing uh, post offices and what have you. And Well, they've also got people doing things that have long since been aut- automated. They're doing them by hand. Stories of uh, stacks and stacks of mail backed up in the post offices. Of course, They're, they want it. What Trump is doing is setting up for his, oh, the whole thing was rigged. Remember, he was a sore winner. He won and said it was rigged. How do you think he's right. going to handle... He was right for once in his life. Right. And and how do you think he's going to handle otherwise? Now, one more shot. We're going to take this. This is our final piece of audio for the day. This is Peter Alexander of NBC News. And uh, just... Mr. President, if we can ask you specifically, we heard yesterday your, your frustrations about how long it'll take to count the ballots here. Then why are you spending more energy to get the resources and the funding for the states that they want to be able to secure this election for all Americans? Peter, you know nothing about my energy. Okay, what, you know you, nothing you about you know nothing about what I'm doing. What are you, you know, doing? Listen, you know nothing about what I do. So NBC, I just told you about the false report that NBC put out the other night about the mayor of uh, portland and uh, this is the kind of stuff you get so uh, you know you, you just shake your head and he wasn't talking well, look i you know i i'm just p- basically drained at this point of 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 the proceedings and so with that and look i watched c-span this week c-span two twice to get try to get a, a handle on what's going on with the uh, with the unemployment and all that, and I've been watching a lot of this stuff, and I am gosh darn tired, and I want to rage about it. I want to rant about it. I am ready to have a temper tantrum. John, what's the soonest I could throw a, a temper tantrum on air? Well, starting this week. This week. Be able. Starting this, or well, excuse me, technically. Starting next week, I guess, because the week starts on Sunday, at least on most calendars. Monday. Well, our week starts on Monday. Okay. I'm talking about the calendar week. Okay. But we're going to move it up. Instead of moving the election back, we're going to move the election forward. Pray tell how we doing that. Well, we are uh, temper tantrum Thursday is now going to become Temper Tantrum Tuesday. See how nice that flows off of your tongue? Say temper what? Temper Tantrum Tuesday. You can say it fast three times even wait, and not wait, stumble on your tongue. Wait a second. This is this is just earth-shaking news. We're, we're shifting a day? Two days yes. away? So, so I can get ticked off two days sooner? Yes. So what are we going to do on Thursdays? I don't know. Oh, okay. we have any, Do we have any vintage baseball yet? Do we have any throwback <laughs> baseball we can oh. throw in there? It's getting close, and you know that. You know it's getting close. 
There is, no, no, you know. A couple other teams have had positives now. And look, I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen. And I know you want your baseball, and I get that. And I am with you 100%, pal. But we've discussed this. It's just not going to work. Are we placing any financial wagers on this, by the would way? You like, would you like to? I think I got 50 cents on the table here. I'll, I'll, tell I'll you mail what. you. If you're right, I'll mail you a check for 50 cents. I'll tell, I'll tell, tell you what. Let's, let's do this. Don't hurt yourself in there while you're at it. Don't tell me what to do. Let's say if they don't finish the season, okay, so I'm saying they won't finish the regular season or finish the season period. You're saying they will. Does that seem? That, that, I think that's the synopsis here, yeah. Okay, okay. So let's put a little something-something on this. Okay. If you're right, or better yet, if you're right, I will get you those new headsets that you're looking for. I appreciate the offer, but I'm going to Best Buy here over the weekend. So <laughs> this is driving the hell out of me. You're not looking well in a way. All right. I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Whoever's correct, whoever wins this little wager, has to purchase for the other one. A Radio TFIA Taxi Stand Hour branded baseball cap. Yeah, that sounds enticing. And, and we'll also have to purchase one for, and we'll work out the details. We'll have it all squared away by Monday. We're going to give one okay. to, to a listener as well. Okay. Which one, whichever one of us has to pony up. We're going to buy two ball caps. Okay. That sounds fair enough. One, one, for, one for the winner and one for a listener. And we'll, we'll figure out which, which listener it's going to be. We'll work out the details. and uh, Yeah, so there you go. There you go. It's uh, our second giveaway. Our second giveaway. We did give away a T-shirt, which, by the way, neither one of us has. <laughs> Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah. you know you know which, uh, you know which uh, outfit to go through when you're we'll, having this gap we'll, made, right? We'll, we'll discuss this off the air. We'll, we'll, well discuss I just that. want to make sure you know. Because you'll be the one that needs to know. Oh, oh, I need to know. Yeah, you'll be the one that needs to All know. Right. All right, we're going there. All right, fine, yeah. fine. A little bravado. Hey, listen, I've been, I watched wrestling ever since I was... Uh, Knee high to a grass alper. I'm a master of trash talking. So if you haven't figured that out, if uh, if this is how you feel, you need to uh, go about it. Then what can I say, Skippy? It's uh, I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. That's the difference. Now nobody has said that in a schedule of, of a 60 game scheduled season that they're going to get even even. Uh, Manerford Mann, or whatever his name is there, the commissioner of uh, baseball, has said, we're not, we set a 60-game schedule. There is no guarantee we're going to play a 60-game schedule. All right, how about this? 
Well, they also plan on playing a World Series. Yeah, and crown, and they playoffs. Play. All right, so let's let let's let's amend it to this: whether or not they crown a champion this year. You go now. That's a damn. You must be awake this morning. You're actually coming up with some great ideas. I tell you, if they crown a champion this year, it, it's a pleasant surprise. <laughs> I have these moments. I have these very lucid moments. They don't last long, and they don't happen often, but I do have my lucid moments. So, yeah, okay. So if baseball crowns a champ champ this year, then uh, you you get me a cap, and uh, and we'll settle you on. Better hope this season, you better hope this season goes through and crowns a champion, because I'll guarantee you, if, if they wind up canceling baseball in uh, – Within, let's say, a month from now? Yes. You know what else is going to go bye-bye? I don't think the NFL will. I guarantee you. I don't think it'll go I right away. It, it, it I don't think it'll take the NFL with, with it. Well, it, it, it's, you know what? You may be right. You may be right. You better, because I know how much of a football fan you are. I know how much you're looking forward to John and Ed versus the spread right oh, kick your ass again. Easy. Easy. Uh, I like to think that the NFL, the NFL travel is going to be a little bit different. But you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. See, unlike baseball, where they're traveling literally every three days, packing, unpacking, different hotels. NFL teams they only travel generally overnight. Now I'm not saying that doesn't have its inherent, you know, problems. It does, but. Uh, and that's look, the only thing that I think that baseball, you, you make, make a good point with that. That's the only mistake that baseball made. I mean, again, we're not planning on uh, playing in front of fans here. They could have easily, you know, they're only going to play teams in their own division and teams from the opposite division the in car, the other league. The corresponding division, right. Yes, yeah. exactly. Why, the, the, instead of having... Uh, instead of having three game, two game series, why didn't they just hey let's go a five game series, six game series, and then move on? It would have been able to cut down on the travel a little bit. Well, that uh, they're probably trying to add a little variety to the schedule. Not the least of which you can also look at it this way. Well, let's say I've got nine game schedule with the Red Sox. Well, they could be on a tear right now. Do I want to get all nine games in while they're on a tear? Or do I want to have something in the chamber? Yeah. I agree, I agree yeah. with you, though. I agree with you. Limiting the the uh, the amount of travel, quite frankly, what they should have done, each division should have played in one ballpark. Eh, I don't – listen, you had, you had the uh, Toronto Blue Jays bitching, pissing, and moaning because they had to play, they're playing their home home games in a minor league park. Yeah. It still has legitimate baseball uh, uh, dimensions to it. All that Who matters cares is that... if it only seats 5,000 people. Right, nobody's cares. coming anyway. playing in front of people. Right. And you're not, you're not using the facilities, really. You're getting dressed at the hotel. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Well, and again, this is where baseball is going to shoot themselves in the foot. Well, it, it's got a long history I, of it. 
I hope uh, I hope you're wrong because me too. And it, it, I'll, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something, Ed. Even as much of a Twins fan as I am, let's just say the Minnesota Twins go through and win the World Series, win it all. There's always going to be an asterisk by this particular year when it comes oh, to the baseball season. Sure. Sure. You know, so while while I would be excited as all hell to see my twins take their third World Series title, I, it's just it's gonna it's still gonna be a hollow feeling. I I'm not gonna lie to you there. Look, they're kind of just... like kissing your sister, even if she does swap you the tongue. Wow. That went that went to a dark place so fast. You're driving along the road. You're driving along. Everything's fine, and suddenly, you fishtail out, and you're you're upside down in a ditch. That's what just happened there. <laughs> you're you're tasting a mixture. I have a tendency of, of doing that, folks. If you haven't been forewarned, you're tasting a mixture of gasoline, Diet Mountain Dew, and your own blood. It's just. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you'd like to join into this uh, fray, you'd like better to save known as me. the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Help me. Oh, what's the matter, Pookie? You're weird today. That's what's the matter, Pookie. Today? Weirder. How about that? Uh, you know. Weirder. My goodness, my goodness. So, uh, what else we got? How we do you got... come back from that? I don't. How dare you I, come I'm, back from that? <laughs> I'm... I'm, I'm... I'm sitting here and and I just don't I, I just don't know what to say. I've you know, I, I I'm I was expecting the kiss your sister thing, but you added that extra Midwestern twist to it that uh see we don't play that here. No, 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 that's a southern twist. Well, Get it right. Be what they it do is. that in Arkansas quite a bit, I understand. Well, it's uh No, 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 no. Just please let's why why do I have the taste of gunmetal in my mouth all of a sudden? I just uh It's <sighs> what I do and I do it well. You did. You uh you outdid yourself. So did I did I tell you that it was day one thirty uh nine for me? You did. Oh I hey, let, let's uh hey, while we're talking about that, because that when you mention what what day it is, it actually begs it begs for us to talk about the uh, excitement that you have flowing through your veins for the fact that the when, twi- the twins don't have enough pitching to win. <laughs> twins got plenty of pitching, by the way. That's uh, Frito Bandito said that. Oh, I, I just now saw that. Okay, anyways, they, they have plenty of pitching. So what's course? They got they've got blown out in one game there, uh, Rolando. One game they got blown out. What's coursing through my veins? What is what is coursing? Actually, it's kind of a redo. A redo. Yeah, it's a redo. That moment when you hopped on your bike and it went kaplooey. <laughs> I hate you. He didn't just pop a tire, by the way. He exploded. Exploded. A tire. The tube exploded. Well. No fault of mine. Oh, I, I didn't say it was a fault. Isn't like you know it, it. It isn't like Man Mountain Mike jumped on the bicycle or anything like that. But, but it's it's been here for a week and a half now, and it's still sitting out in the hallway. It's almost like it's taunting you. It is. 
I open the door and there it is looking at me, forlornly. <laughs> they can't do it. I can't get I can't on the do any, bike. I can't get on the bike. <laughs> so we are we're all waiting with bated breath for mm-hmm. that bicycle repairman to show up Tomorrow. at the Radio TFI Executive Tower. In the garage. In the garage. We've never talked about the garage. Well, we try not to. Uh I'm on level I've got it on level four. Now wait a minute. The garage is on level four? Floor? No. No, four? No, no, no. The fourth level of the garage. Oh, oh, okay. I was gonna say, well, you still have to make it to the uh You know it's a ten story under underground garage. Oh now it's an underground garage. Always has been. Well I Hey, one for, one for I each have tower. never been. I well, have never been to the Radio TFI, and you've never given me the virtual tour. You were sent the plans. It's it's there's there's a ten story underground garage for each, for each tower, and Tower Two has the three story alternate garage on the roof. You know here. It, you had me. You know you had to realize you never gave me these plans. You never told me about this. Can't a year ago, I could I would I was thinking that the that the executive headquarters of uh, uh, radio the radio TFI executive tower of was power. actually pre prefab by Santalite or, or Go Johnny or one of those. We 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 can't divulge all of our building plans, but just uh, designed designed by. Uh, Howard or Howard Fine and Howard. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just ignore the word Lego when you whenever you see it on the tower. There, there, there you go. Exactly. Uh, anyway, so yes, the bike is sitting out there taunting me. Uh, I have accessories that I have not put on yet because I don't have one of which is a rear tire, <laughs> which is a tube actually, just the tube. I know. It's uh, it's sitting in my kitchen right now, just waiting. Waiting, waiting, waiting. And t- it is, it is, it's taunting him. And I just Say, got an, he, I, I just this second got an email confirming my appointment for tomorrow. Well, he must have known we were talking about him or something. It's, it's, it's 5 million watts of power here on Radio And we are going to say, we, <laughs> we reach more people than I even realized. See? You just never know who's listening in, and that indeed is the fun of whatever it is we do. What are we doing here? So that's a, what, that's a very good question. So what have we so what have we accomplished today? We've uh, well, John has gone off the air uh, as he's been want to do low these past uh, this past week. He just disappears. For those of you on the radio side. Uh, of course, when he's not on the video, we don't have audio of him. So we're, hopefully he'll be coming back and we'll have him for the last couple of minutes of the show. But so here's what we've done. We, we've accomplished changing, uh, moving a hallmark of the proceedings. Uh, we, we've changed temper tantrum Thursday to temper tantrum Tuesday. And hello, welcome back, John, for those yeah, of you on the radio you. side. We won't ask. One, the one downfall about having uh, uh, Google Chrome as your browser: yeah. when you hit the wrong tab, <sighs> you go away from what you're trying to accomplish. Well, we'll work on that. We'll have IT come by. Yeah, and, we uh, will. We will. Oh, 
Ooh, there was a sudden burst of power there. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. So, that was, that was did exciting. you uh, did you get a chance to look at the picture of the massive crowd that greeted uh, Donald Trump when he landed? Uh, I believe in Florida, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I've had more people in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's nuts. Look at the barricades. Yeah, that are behind this crowd. That is a that is one great picture right there. They were expecting ten times the number of people there to greet Air Force One, and uh, it's Tulsa all over again. Oh, by the way, uh-huh. uh, when I asked about Herman Cain uh, and the Tulsa thing, he said, "Oh no, Tulsa had nothing to do with it. Being there without mm-hmm. a mask in an arena that had nothing to do with it." So anyway, uh, yeah, but you know, biggest crowds ever. He's uh, that's that's your president with the uh, with the Corolla virus. You well, know, but- and here's the thing. You know how you how you prefer uh, Twitter as opposed to Facebook. Yes. It it just dawned on me one of the reasons why I might agree with you on this as I read this story that Twitter has permanently banned former KKK leader David Duke from mm. its platform. Well, that's good news, but it's not that I prefer Twitter over Facebook. I don't like Facebook. Well, same difference. Well, not not really. Not really. I mean, I Facebook is not for me anymore. It's not a question of I, I like I, one more than the other. I, I just I see no point in Facebook. Well, there's a there's a personal axe to grind there. I understand that. And yeah. Anyway. So David Duke, there's a name uh, familiar to those of us who lived through the 80s. Mm-hmm. By the way, kids and kittens, if you haven't gone to your local stores and purchased one of these bamboo back scratchers for like a buck, I literally paid a buck for these. They are wonderful, and I love having my back scratched. So, I, I think I think sometimes you you use that thing when you don't even have a legitimate itch. You just You're right. Like I, that th- I do. I, I'm not gonna lie. I I like having my back scratched. It is uh, it's my thing. It's my thing. My mother spoiled me when I was a kid, and I will let anybody scratch my back, and I do mean anybody. I think he's taking applications here, folks. He is. All right, I guess, hey, I think that's that time. Man, this two hours actually flew by today. What's up with that? So, I guess at this point in time, it's time for me to say from the Radio TFI uh, and Northern Command Center in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya! See ya!